everyone, it's Ruth, and I'm here with Sophia Hassan. She is the founder of Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. She is also uh, works with Yoli. She is all about health and wellness. She is from Pakistan. She's an immigrant. She was a nurse. She is a mother of a little girl, 18 months. Am I close? Am I close? And she is a force for health and wellness. She is a force for empowering women and giving women the health and the wealth they need to make empowered choices in their life. And I'm really excited to have her on today because we're going to talk about just choices that you can make and ways that you can get yourself on more solid ground and Mm -hmm. set yourself up to make better choices in life live a little healthier, happier, wealthier, and perhaps even slightly wiser after talking to us. I mean, (laughs) hi, Sophia. Hi, Ruth. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Yeah, so where where do we want to start? Should we talk about healthy and wealthy and wise? I think because that's coming up and that's pretty exciting. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, we can start there. Healthy, wealthy and wise. Uh, I'm so proud of this platform that uh, I've created. Basically, it's it's part of uh, my journey. And uh, earlier this year, I just, um, you know, I just kind of had these thoughts that just kept coming to mind. And, you know, concept that really just kind of kept tugging at my heartstrings. And, you know, um, I knew God was compelling me to take action. And, um, The concept was to create an experience for women in our community where they come and get educated on some very key topics that allow you to truly live a fulfilled, successful life. And a lot of those key topics include, you know, health and, you know, appropriate health education, because unfortunately there's there's a lot out there now and there's a lot of misinformation out there also, unfortunately. And uh, too many gurus, you know, too many um, uh, people claiming that they know something when they have zero credentials. So really providing women with that, um, with the right education coming from, you know, credential sources. And uh, so health is a, is a big topic of education. The second one is um, wealth and finances. And, you know, health and wealth is something that are that is something so intermingled because Medical debt is the number one cause of personal bankruptcy in our country. And we all, anybody who's ever been ill knows that it's not cheap <laughs> to be uh, to be a patient or to, to be battling with any kind of illness. So wealth and financial education is also something that really um, needs to be done more uh, in our in our communities. Because again, there's good information, there's bad information, but you need to you need to for it to come from the right source. And then the third thing is legal. You know, a lot of legal topics such as you know why do you need a will? Why do you need estate planning? Why do you need a power of attorney? Why do you need you know a lot of those um, things that people don't really think about, but at, you know unfortunately people think of those when it's too late or when a loved one has already passed on, and you know you're and they have. Um, uh, like an estate that's left behind and you don't know what to do with it. So a lot of those things you need to plan for ahead of time. So I have a great friend, she's an attorney, and so she's part of the um, the event and she does a legal um, education. And then, and then also not just education, but also um, 
talks on leadership and why women now more than ever need to step into their leadership roles, step into their greatness, start to discover their soul's purpose and why is it that they were put on this planet because I don't think that it was just a coincidence that all of us are here. I think our lives are so much more than just our daily mundane routines. And the sooner that we realize that, the greater of an impact we can create in, in this world. So a lot of it is also, and that's the part that I really love, is the empowerment piece, really challenging yourself to step out of that comfort zone and really um, you know, come out of this shell and this bubble that we put ourselves in. And, you know, comfort zone is a great place where nothing grows. So if you are, you know, someone who knows deep down that there is more to life and there is more to um, why you're here. So um, that's a very powerful experience that, um, you know, we have awesome speakers. Ruth has been a speaker in the past and everybody loved your segment. And, you know, self-love and, um, you know, realizing your worth. Are you a master or a servant of your life? You know, so really understanding and coming to terms with some of those key concepts. It's, it's just huge. So it's a very um, diverse event. There's something in it for everybody. And uh, our next one is going to be um, for the new year in January, January 11th, 2020. We're not just starting a new year. We're starting a new decade. So it's going to be a very powerful event. It's going to be at the Hilton in Naperville slash Lyle. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be from 10 a.m. to about 2 p.m. And I'm so excited for that because we're, um, with each event, we're getting better. We're getting bigger and better, more um, quality uh, topics, more quality speakers, more just creating the, just that awesome experience for women, um, something that's just for them. Because we give so much of ourselves away to others, so there should be something that's just for us. So, um, But yes, that was a very long answer to your question, Ruth. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was a great answer. But what I was going to say is you, you talk about credentialed information and, and actually science-based health information. And if you scroll through Instagram, and as, as much as I can, I try to weed out ads like this, but it's like, do you want a bikini body? How to lose 10 pounds in 10 days? Right. You know, here is, here is spend $100 and here's a super quick, and it's going to fix something. And right. well, it's selling based on our fears and we're, we're mm -hmm. being I had recently we read something and it said if everybody was really happy and content with who they were nobody would buy any of the stuff women especially right we have all this fear-based marketing coming at us you know is your hair shiny enough do you have bags under your eyes does your stomach look like this it just it goes on and on and we get it online and you get it when you pick up a magazine girls get it in school and so much of it is just incorrect and and people right. are desperate to mm -hmm. feel better about themselves and i think fixing something that's external will do that and that's right. that's not the case so what i love your approach is where you're going in and you're you're actually and i'm i have a science degree and i was a nurse as well so i really appreciate good science but you're talking about ways to really affect your health and that doesn't involve a 10 day to a new you or or, or any of that it involves actually dealing with what's going on in your body, how your body ages, nutrition, which is huge. And more and more, 
stuff is coming down to what's going on in your gut, that your little brain, our, our, our little immune system. So I, I love the approach that you're taking and the, the speakers that you're having health-wise. And Thanks, Ruth. No, you're absolutely right. We live in a society now where everything is about diet and exercise, and which is great. You know, diet and exercise, fine. I mean, if, I, it's, it's like looking at the world through a keyhole. You know, there's so many concepts that people miss when it comes to health, um, and it's so much more than um, your body, you know, than being skinny and, you know, or being fit, quote unquote, um, or being a certain size or, um, you know, and, and a lot of it is also unfortunate for a lot of young girls is com comparing yourself to others. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, there's a huge, I think our country just needs a huge giant slap upside the head when it comes to healthcare and concepts around health, because um, you're right, there's too many out there now there's too many fancy band-aids there are too many misconceptions when it comes to health and people really just sort of overthink it and they and it kind of goes back to that self-love concept as well people you know and women especially they just want to be like a certain celebrity or a certain you know friend of theirs who can eat anything she wants and she never gains a pound and you know it, it's we're in this desperation mode to just give me anything that'll give me the results or whatever and um, they do it at the expense of their health and it's very unfortunate but you're right um it's uh it, it starts with a certain mindset shift so we always tell people you know you have to correct your mindset first around your body around your health around you know um and around your goals and that's really the first step to um living a healthy you know fulfilled life because yeah it's um we're going down a negative path, unfortunately, and um, it's hitting our younger, youngest generations, which is very, very unfortunate. So. Girls right now are just hit on so many sides. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're not this. You're not that. And I made a, a really conscious effort to raise my girls in a way that involved feeling empowered and loving their bodies and seeing food as fuel. And they still came up against those battles just because they lived in the world and the world around them was surrounded by unhealthy uh, messages. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. so. Very true. Very true. Mm -hmm. And I also love the, the approach to, and I know with myself, this was something that I had to come around to, but being proactive about your approach to money about mm -hmm. having things like a will because so many people think oh i don't have to worry about that or that isn't something i'm comfortable talking about i'm just going to pretend that it's not there and it's mm -hmm. not something i have to deal with and i'll just put my head in the sand about that and i think right. part of being empowered is knowing that you can handle things like the, you mm -hmm. know, the legal issues that you can right. manage your wealth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. Being proactive definitely pays off. And, you know, and we also connect people with the right connecting people with people is also what we do at these events and, and really having them work with professionals that will not make it so such an uneasy experience, you know, because these are professionals. They've worked with all sorts of people with all sorts of backgrounds and, what they do and um 
And that's what I love also about this event is just people making connections with other women leaders in our community that are awesome, you know, impact and change. Um, but you're right. And I mean, it's a choice. That's the thing. It's the, the, you know, human beings, we have the dignity of choice out of <laughs> all the other life forms. But, uh, you know, it's your choice. If you choose to live with your head buried in the sand, you know, sure, it might make you comfortable. But in the long run, you're going to regret it big time. But addressing those uneasy issues now versus later, it's it's way better to do it now. Um, and, uh, you know, we also touch on, you know, creating multiple sources of income for yourself because now, unfortunately, in our society, wages have not kept up with inflation for like the last 30 years. And, you know, um, if you love your job, that's great. But what if you lose that job tomorrow? You know, what's your plan B? What's going to happen? You know, how, how are you going to maintain the livelihood of your families? So, you know, thinking about wealth also from that perspective, um, because the more choices you create for yourself, the more options you create, you know, the less stress you have, you're more comfortable, you're, um, you're able to give back more. I mean, it's just so amazing when you talk about money. And like Dr. Donna, she talked about money mindset at our last um, event. And how you perceive money is how you attract money to yourself. If you think money is evil, okay, well, guess what? You know, you probably <laughs> are not attracting a lot of wealth to yourself either. So, and money just creates such an awesome platform, Ruth. It's, it allows you to do so much good in this world. So, you know, money is just a tool. It's just a platform. If you're, if you're just a bad person, <laughs> you're a bad person with money. <laughs> but if you're a genuinely good hearted person, you're a good, good person with money. So money doesn't change you. It just accentuates who you already are. So uh, the mindset that people also have is such a, you know, correcting that is, like I said, that's the first step. And that's something that we really also address at these events is your mindset. Like what, 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 what stories do you tell yourself every day? Because that's who we end up becoming. That's who we are is the stories we tell ourselves. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's some powerful stuff, yeah. So the stories that we tell ourselves, I think, is just a huge thing. I think even just realizing that we're telling ourselves a story, because a lot of times people mm -hmm. have no idea that you know mm -hmm. you're not your thoughts. You're the one who watches your thoughts, and the stories that you tell yourself are just that stories, and that you can tell yourself a different story. We tend to sort of think that we can, we are one way and that we're fixed and this is the way we are and this is the way it is but if we look back and I mean this is one thing that Facebook is handy for uh, I was I was on Facebook a little while ago and it gives you here are your memories and if I check one thing a day on Facebook it's the memories because when I feel like I have been standing still and I'm not getting anything done these, these memories come up, you know, this is where you were five years ago. You know, overestimate what we can get done in a year and grossly underestimate what we can get done in 10. And I, I think if you have that, you know, your, your long game, if you know that this is your goal, the analogy I really liked is, you know, when an airplane takes off in New York and goes to LA, you know, if you draw, if you draw the flight plan or draw a map, it's a straight line, but 90% yep. of the time, the airplane does not go on that straight line. It'll get blown off this way. And 
they still end up there, you just course correct the whole time. But if you didn't know where you were going, there would right. be no way to course correct. So setting goals and re-examining the way you look at your own power, that our greatest fear is not not our darkness, it's that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, yes. not our darkness that frightens us. And then she goes on to say, you know, who are you not to be the greatest version of yourself? You do not serve the world by being anything less than what you what you uh-huh. can be. And, I just love that. Yes. And your your whole you you were talking about doing this now. And now doesn't come with an age limit. Now isn't yep. when you're 22. Now is the point that you are right now in your life. And it doesn't matter if you're in your 20s or your 60s or even your 70s. Now is uh-huh. now. And you can always move forward from now. If you're in your 50s, realistically, you've got another right. 30 years of your life. So don't sit down and throw your hands up. You have got things to do. And if you haven't done what you wanted so far that's all right you've got another 20 right. 30 years that you can do it in exactly right yeah. very true yeah. there's no age limit absolutely and that's what i like the the healthy wealthy wise uh conferences there are women there in their 20s and there are women there i i think so, you know up to their 60s mm-hmm. and, oh yes yeah mm-hmm. and, the, and the whole what I, what I love about, and, and I think women do this well, is the natural uh, collaboration of women. And it's the idea that when we collaborate and we all do better, well, then we all do better. And, yes. that, you know, we lift each other up by lifting each other up and we lift ourselves at the same time. And I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think society tries to set it up to have us compete with each other. Right. You know, so and so is this, and so and so is that, and I, I, I just love the energy that you're putting out. The message that you're putting out there is, nope, you're powerful, and right. here are here are life skills. Watch the stories you tell, and then you are unstoppable. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's very true. Yeah, I mean the the past definitely. There's lessons in the past, but let's learn from it and move on you know how do you move on from there and so and that's why you know at the event we have you know women that are there to uplift and help and to serve and to you know give you the right tools to help you move on and start a new chapter and i that's why i'm so excited about this upcoming event because it's that perfect time of the year where we're thinking about the next year and in the next 10 years you know uh, where are you going to be who are you going to become you know where are you going to land and it's very uh, it's very powerful to think about you know that's the irony of life is you don't know how much time you have you know so much so many of us we put off so many things like oh like as if we have so much time we don't know how much time we have that's true so, you know why not make the most of each and every moment and you know very, um, because I've known people that, um, you know, put off retirement or put off, you know, doing the enjoyable things in their life because they thought they had so much time and they ran out. They didn't have, they didn't get to do a lot of the things that they loved and enjoyed. And, and, uh, that's, um, it's, uh, it really puts things in, in perspective and that's, that's the biggest irony. You don't, you don't, nothing is guaranteed. So 
Um, now, now is the time. Definitely now. <laughs> now, now is the time. So, um, yeah, I had um, one of my best friends, and we had kids who were exactly the same age, three young kids, and she was thirty nine when she died of cancer. It's and she did not want to die, and she it was it was awful. But every birthday since then, because she died the day before my birthday, every birthday since then is a gift. Because those are yes. birthdays that she wanted to have and she doesn't get to have. And it it just puts um, a, an appreciation into the years that I've had, you know, seeing my kids grow into adults that, that she would never get. And life life is precious. And I think you know, the things that we've seen, the, the difficulties that have happened to us only... You know, well, we, we can use them to feel resentful and sorry for ourselves and to tell uh-huh. ourselves a story about how we're powerless and, oh, poor me. Or we can use them as ways to become empathetic, ways to help other people, and ways to make ourselves stronger and make different choices. And I think that comes back to the story that we tell ourselves. And uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's a huge thing. Yeah. 400 trillion to 1 are the odds of having a a life, a human life. 400 trillion to 1. And uh I and I I was listening to Gary V, whoever loves Gary V. I, love I just Gary love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love how raw and just, just open he is. But yeah, he he talked about this concept, you know, 400 trillion to 1 are the odds of having a human life and Again, the story that you tell yourself, you know, this is the story that I tell myself, you know, that the odds of having a human life are like beyond comprehensible. But, you know, we were here, we made it, you know, we beat those odds. And, you know, there's truly is a divine purpose for every single person, every single person. The sooner you realize it, the better, truly. And and the best way to combat your own life's issues i i truly believe is, is to immerse yourself in the service of others because yeah. when you listen to other people's struggles and other people's life that they're you know challenges and it it really puts things into so much perspective on your own life and it makes you that much grateful and you you know you realize you have you you have such power within you to do so um to do so good in the world that that really needs to be realized by people is Ah, yeah. No, I, I was going <laughs> to say, is... I think I think gratitude and service yeah. are superpowers. That absolutely, like as yeah, as Gary said, you won the fucking lottery. <laughs> you, I love him. You know, yeah, you're right. We're, absolutely. And go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, we're in North America. We're alive at this time in the world. We have so much potential and so much available to us and we get caught up in in ridiculous things when we really you look at your life and yeah some people have have struggles but put it into perspective you know different countries in the world people who are in third world countries or in countries that are at war where we are now we are like i said we've won we've won the lottery and Right. Is coming back to an attitude of gratitude and then yep. finding something as a way to serve. And there, there's a whole psychology around when you're kind to a person or when you help another person, 
yes, that that does that other person good. Being kind to someone helps them, but it sets off neurotransmitters and brain pathways in yourself. So you actually do yourself good when yeah. you're kind to other people. And there's uh, I used to take a martial arts, um, and my Hapkido master would talk about kindness was the ultimate act of being self-centered because it did you so much good when you right. were kind. And I think gratitude, again, is, is the other superpower. No, that's very true. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned I am an immigrant, and I was not born in this country. I was born um, back home in Pakistan, and, and I usually go visit every year, every other year, because my in-laws are all back home. So it really puts things in perspective when you see how other people are living. And it's... um. I mean, we have no right to ever complain about anything. <laughs> and, you know, but it, it also um, motivates me to really get out of my own way and to really be obedient because so many people's blessings are tied to my obedience in my business and what I'm doing in my life because I feel an obligation to give back you know, to those that have no voice, no rights, no, I mean, no way of truly living because back home and in a lot of third world countries, if you're born poor, you stay poor. You can never get out of that cycle. So, so many people, they are so, um, they're frustrated and they're, and they're stuck in, in a corrupt government and a corrupt system where the rich truly get richer and the poor Ruth, they have nothing. They truly have nothing. So I have this moral obligation to stay obedient in my in my vision, my goals, you know, my um my day to day because if it's you know, these people they, they need they need us. They truly do. Um and it and you know starts with one. It starts with one person and and again having that platform, creating that platform, creating that type of wealth for yourself that you give back on a large scale. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very, very um, eye-opening and very empowering. And um, you you're, you're become very grateful, absolutely. And your own problems go away. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's funny. So I was going to ask you, what, what advice, if you were to go back to, say, your teenage self or your 20-year-old self, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh man, that's a great question. You know, the, the 20 year old me, Ruth, was completely opposite of, because I'm now 30. So like a decade ago, oh my gosh, I was a totally different person. And uh, man, that's, that's, a, that's a really, really good question. I would say, um, because my 20 year old self was very much um, a status quo follower, just kind of um, doing things that were expected of me kind of following the norm, you know, go to college, get a job, like, you know, stuff, just things that are expected from you. But I would tell myself to, you know, take more risks and uh, be bolder because I feel like, like, I, I wish I would have started even sooner than where I am now, but, uh, and to just believe in, my worth and believe in, in the greatness within me because, um, at that time I was, because I, I've, I've had my own personal health crisis as well. And, um, 
around that time, I was newly diagnosed with an autoimmune uh, condition that affected my life drastically. So at at that time, I was I was very angry. I was very um, kind of playing the victim and you know very just playing small. So I would tell myself that all those struggles that I went through um, were for a higher are for a higher purpose and just be thankful. I'm I, I'm thankful every day for my um, for the condition that I have, but. But looking back, I would tell myself that it's going to be okay. <laughs> this is for a higher purpose and to be bolder and to take more risks. And uh, I wish I would have traveled more too and really um, explored other cultures and uh, done more of that. But um, yeah, I definitely played it very small and played the victim a lot. Kind of blamed everybody else for my issues. And <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's funny how a decade changes your life. So I'm I'm so curious. I wish I could look into the future sometimes and see my 40 year old self. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's an interesting concept. But like I I knew what was right. I knew what was wrong. I knew how everything was supposed to go. At one point, <laughs> I completely got what I wanted, and realized I wasn't happy. Right. You're right. But, you know, it's all part of the journey. And where we are now, it's because of those experiences. We're wiser. We're, uh, and we still have such a long way to go. And part of me, you know, I, I enjoy this ride. I never want to arrive because I, I, I don't want a destination because the journey is so, it's so fun. <laughs> and you learn so much from, from this journey that we're on. So, Well, I think, too. We've been raised with the, when I get to this, then I'm going to be happy. When I get to this age, I'll be happy. When I get married, I'll be happy. When I have kids, then I'll be happy. And there's there's always this thing that we're dangling in front of ourselves. We get to it, it's like, that's not it. Because happiness isn't something that happens outside of ourselves. But yeah, so no, but you're right. And there's no, and there's no such thing. Because when that time comes... I mean, who knows? And again, who knows if that time will even come? <laughs> I guarantee. You know, that's that's such a crazy concept that people think of. Oh, when I when X Y Z happens, I'll be satisfied. I'll be. But do you even know? You know. Um. And I and I, you know, um, my entrepreneurial journey really kind of solidified my faith. And sometimes, you know, we make all these plans for ourselves, but you know, we forget that God has even a much greater plan. And Things that we never even could have envisioned are part of his plan, and, and that's the greater plan. So, you know, you can make plans all day long, but life will throw you crazy curveballs. And, and again, you know, how are you going to react? Because life, sometimes these external stressors, we don't really have control over, but how you respond, it uh, talks a lot about your, you know, speaks to your character. It speaks to your, um, you know, the amount of personal development that you do every day. It's, it's huge. It's, um, you know, so again, that, that mindset piece is so huge and it's, it's really about, it's really about controlling your unconscious mind versus your conscious mind, because the unconscious mind always wants to pull you back into the negative patterns, negative behaviors, negative, um, you know, uh, habits, but it's similar to like when someone, for example, comes to healthy, wealthy and wise and they're, they're ready to go, they're pumped. They want to take their life to the next level. And then 
the following week, they're right back into their old habits, you know, because that unconscious mind is so powerful and it wants to keep you safe. It wants to, you know, keep you away from anything that could threaten it or whatnot. But that's the key is to control that and, and change it day by day. And it's those daily consistent habits, intentional, you know, um, intentional things that you do. And you'll be amazed at, at uh, how your brain will catch on. <laughs> and it, then it becomes, then you develop good habits and good behaviors. And it's, But again, it's intentional. You have, to, it doesn't just happen miraculously. You have to work at it every single day. And um, so, because then eventually it'll become your identity. What you, what the stories will start to change and how you think about yourself will start to change because your conscious mind. Yeah. You see something, you get excited, you want to do it, but then slowly starts to get back into those patterns. But yeah, so that's, um, that's huge. That's, uh, man, this is some powerful stuff that we're talking about, Ruth. Oh my goodness. We can talk about this all day. We're deep. We're so deep. <laughs> knowing that there is an unconscious bias and knowing that, our unconscious is is there and it's there for a reason it's it's there to keep us safe it's there to keep us small because that will keep us from being hurt that'll keep us in our comfort zone but nothing happens in the comfort zone it's only when you get out of it and also when you examine your thinking there's a, a quote that I really like in fact I did have it as a bumper sticker on my car and somebody stole it um, but it said Think good thoughts. Thoughts become words. Words become action and action becomes character. But everything starts with your thoughts. And you might not be in charge of the first one that comes up, but you are in charge of what you do with it. In class today, I, I had a quote from Viktor Frankl and he survived the Nazi concentration camps. And he said that in between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space lies our choice. And in that choice lies our destiny. But it's all when a thought comes in, you can decide what to do with it. And you can decide, is this one that serves me? Is this one that, you know, is towards my greater good? Or is this something that is going to hold me stuck in my old story? And then you get to decide. So if the, the, you make that space bigger and then you can decide what your response is going to be, whether it's to get angry or to become a victim, or if it's to actually get a little uncomfortable and examine yourself. No, that's very true. Absolutely. I love, um, I love Les Brown. So those that know Les Brown, um, I got to listen to him live one time and it was just the most amazing experience. But uh, he even said that the, the uh, and I'm sure you've heard of this, Ruth, that the richest, most, um, what, the wealthiest place on the planet is not Silicon Valley, it's not the gold mines, you know, in Africa, it's not, you know, um, New York City with the world's most, you know, expensive real estate, it's actually the graveyard. That's where the wealthiest place on the planet is because that's where lies hundreds upon hundreds of untapped potential, untapped leadership, untapped people that could have done so good and they never, they never tapped into it. They, 
when they died, their goals, their values, their dreams, their all that potential had died with them. And I was like, well, I mean, that's something that is so, I mean, just, just every time I drive by a graveyard, I think about, you know, all those people and, and um, all the, the capabilities and everything that they could have done in their lifetime. And, uh, and they didn't, they didn't tap into it. So when you, when you die, everything dies with you. So really puts things into perspective. You know what? We have one shot, literally one shot to realize our greatness and to realize that again, you know, the reason why we're here and it's very humbling. It's very uh, powerful at the same time. And, um, and, and again, it's, it's what you choose to put into your head every day. Like, I'm going to be honest. I stopped listening to the news. I stopped listening to CNN and <laughs> the radio. I, I completely stopped because it's my choice, what I choose to put into my head every day. And, you know, people like, like you take a shower every day, you clean your body. You know, why don't people clean their minds? Because your mind needs a cleanse as well. You know, I mean, my God, what the, the things you feed yourself every day and the things you feed your mind, it takes a toll. So I, I chose to stop, you know, watching silly TV and reality shows and <laughs> Netflix and uh, because it's not serving me. You know, your time is your biggest asset. Your time is your biggest value. So how are you spending your time every day? It, it really matters. So I've made a conscious choice to, you know, stop listening to a lot of those negative things and to be intentional every day about what I put into my head. And, uh, and, you, and you'll notice it. It takes a toll on your energy. It takes, you know, again, the mindset piece. So, and, you know, and Jim Rohn, oh, God, I love Jim Rohn. He says all life forms strive to be the best of their ability except for human beings. You know, I mean, you've never heard of a tree growing half on purpose <laughs> the tree will grow as tall as it can drive its roots deep down as, as as much as it can it'll produce every leaf that it that it can but why not human beings you know human beings treat themselves like trees <laughs> like you're stuck in the same spot you know we're not trees my goodness but you know but it's so true every single life form will strive to do the best that it at the best it can everything except for humans because we have the dignity of choice but so many of us we choose to be to play to lowball ourselves we choose to play small we choose to stay in our bubbles and to not challenge ourselves and we choose to live this mundane life on autopilot and it's so it, that's the biggest tra I think that's the greatest tragedy of, of mankind Again, you know, being intentional and creating these experiences for people where they come and it's no judgment. It's it's a complete like a mind dump. You know, let's get rid of those old habits. Let's get rid of those old mindsets and let's start. Re let's do a restart, recharge, you know, um, like your cell phone. You have to charge your phone once a day, twice a day. So that's kind of like a brain recharge when you feed your mind good things. It's, it's interesting. You, you talk about that nature doesn't even there, there's no choice in a, a tree and a tree will grow out of a cliff grass will grow in a crack in the sidewalk and i actually have part of this poem uh, tattooed on my foot it's a uh, gerald manley hopkins and he talks about you know everything in nature is so authentically itself you don't hear cats crying because they can't fly so they're not even going to try to do anything 
But the final line of the poem is, What I do is me, for that I came. And it's all about the authentic self that we all have within us that nature realizes so effortlessly but we get so caught up in our, our, our little, the minutia, all the, all the stuff that goes on and we limit ourselves. Like you said, you never catch a tree going, I just don't feel like putting out the leaves today. It's too hard. It's too hard. That tree over there. Do you see that tree over there? It is so much prettier than I am. So I'm not even going to bother. If I can't have those leaves, that ginkgo, I got some serious ginkgo envy. So if I can't have those pretty shaped leaves, I'm not going to bother. Trees don't do that. You know, nature doesn't do that. It shows up as itself. And that is something that, that we, we forget. We got caught up. We get caught up in this stuff. And I, and I love what you said about, you know, there's all this stuff about put good stuff in your body, treat your body well, and then we let all this garbage pour into our minds. I also have stopped watching the news. <laughs> it did not make me happy. Well, I read, I you know, I, and I read international news sources because that is a way to get information. But you have to be, you know, you watch what you put in your body. You watch what you put in your head. And the way you treat your body and your mind ultimately is shows the level of respect and self-love that you have for yourself. And that is is sometimes a difficult thing. And I know I, I talk a lot about drinking, and that's not what we're talking about here. But drinking to excess or putting unhealthy things into your body is just an expression of a profound lack of self-love and a profound disconnect of you and your purpose. And, you know, you can... You can do that with alcohol. You can do it with all sorts of behaviors, but it's us just not wanting to experience life, not wanting to be ourselves and, and thinking that there is something else external that will, will define us when that, like I said, we already have everything we need. It's just a matter of coming to grips with that and that, that we are already perfect the way we are. Exactly. I'm so glad you uh, brought up the, the alcohol part, Ruth. I was in a, a, a different uh, talk show last week about, and the topic was suicide. And I was on the panel and there were different, you know, expertise, uh, people with different backgrounds and uh, talking about this very, very powerful topic, but it's a very difficult topic as well. And a friend of mine, she shared her experience because she had attempted suicide multiple times. Um, throughout the course of her life and it's something that's still still there you know you never quote unquote get over it you know um but she shared something that was so powerful and she said you know it's my choice and that's something that empowers me every day is that I could do it I could choose to do it but I could also choose not to do it you know and her choice to not do it and stay here with us and be a mother and be a wife and, you know, be this amazing um, leader that she is now in the community. That's her choice, you know? Um, but she said that for a lot of people, you know, having that choice is um, very empowering because of course, yeah, you could, you could drink, you could use the drugs, you could, you could also choose not to. So and that I was think... very, it was a very interesting take on, on, uh, 
that topic and, and anything, any, um, anything that we're struggling with. Well, I think but, it's also realizing that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. Because I think with a lot of these behaviors is that we feel powerless and we feel that we are powerless, that there is, there is no choice. We're, we're caught up in that cycle and realizing that we actually do have a choice makes just a huge difference. And, and that's just like turning a light bulb on for somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Feeling hopeless and feeling powerless. That's also a choice. You're choosing to feel this way and you're right. People feel like they, Oh, I have, you know, they can't choose, but yeah, you're choosing to feel a certain way and how you're treating your body and that self-love and, you know, you know your what stories are you choosing to tell yourself and everything is around choice, everything. But yeah, it's, it's all, your mind can be your best friend or your worst enemy. So really learning to control this space between our ears is, is the most difficult. Well, I think even getting an awareness that we're not our thoughts and becoming aware of our own thinking, that that's a huge, huge, huge thing. All right. Well, we got on to some pretty good stuff. <laughs> we, we covered some amazing things. Is there anything that you want to finish up with or just talk about before we go? Just really inviting people to our next event. It's going to be amazing, guys. It's going to be on a Saturday, January 11th at Hilton in Naperville. It's just calm. It's it's truly going to be amazing. And this time we're really going to have a lot of, I don't want to give much away, but a lot of impactful topics, a lot of difficult topics, but things that have to be talked about in our communities. And just get ready for a mind recharge to walk away knowing that, you know, you are you are amazing and you are capable of doing anything. I would love to um, have you guys come. And hopefully, Ruth, you can be there as well. So um, yeah. January 11th, um, we'll start around 10 a.m. And just get ready just to have a great time and to uh, invite friends, have it, you know, like a little girls, girls day. And uh, but yeah, I'm just so blessed to um, know Ruth. I just love you so much. I think you're just just attracted me right away and you have such a such a good heart and your energy is just amazing and what you're doing with this podcast and what you're doing with other community women i I just have so much respect for you and just i just love you dearly and um thank you for letting me hop on here and rant (laughs) (laughs) but uh these i mean these are things we could talk about forever but um you know we really want we want women to really um, join us because we can't do this alone. There's so much work that needs to be done, and uh, we uh, we need people to to help us elevate our communities and really get our community women to realize their greatness and, and their soul's purpose. Because it took me a long time to to figure out what my soul's purpose was because I thought I had it figured out when I went to nursing school that whole spiel but it was a journey and um, I finally have found my home and I and it's it's amazing but um, it's part of the part of the process 
Well, that's all good. Yes, and thank you, thank you so much. That that's so kind. So I will have the uh, details about healthy, wealthy, and wise in the show notes with connection uh, with with links and more information about Sophia. But it is on January the eleventh, twenty twenty. So mark it on your calendars. Thank you, Sophia, for spending time with me and just having this wonderful chat. And we will put this up. And have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And we look forward to seeing you at Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise.